Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Are you listening to this show hoping to get some golden nuggets to help you on your way to recovery? Well, great. I hope that you find them because that is exactly what this show is for. But if you really want to take your recovery all the way, completely commit and get on track with your goals, whether they be finally feeling overall healthy, finally getting pregnant, or finally getting back to training, you'll want to join us inside of the HA Society. Not Only is this the perfect community to ask questions and get your support and the accountability that you so often need during these uphill battles with body image and understanding nutrition and incorporating exercise. But it's also a hub of exclusive resources for HAers. All of the HA podcast episodes are released in advance and completely ad-free, so you can listen on the go to the raw, unedited versions uninterrupted. All of the one-on-one coaching calls, of which we have two a week in different time zones, are uploaded to our private podcast feed so that you can listen to events with practitioners and the past community calls as though they were bonus podcast episodes, because I know how much you love to listen to this kind of stuff. And in these calls, we cover requested topics like overcoming the weight gain fears, communicating with friends and family about RHA, diving into how HA works and debunking the imposter syndrome that so many of us have around this diagnosis. There's also an entire resources section with lectures, workshops, and training from the past events that are hosted by experts like Sarah Liz King, Laura Lyons, Kaylee McDevitt, Holly Dunn, and many more. As a member, you also get direct access to myself and Coach Ashley in the DMs. So if you have personal questions or need individualized advice about your recovery, we're in there answering your questions in the DMs, as are all of our other members in the group who impress me week after week with how they show up for each other. It's incredible. It's like women are just all becoming mini coaches for each other. It's so good. The HA Society is really the place to be if you're going through recovery, no matter what stage you're at, whether you have HA or We've got a few recovery periods, we have your back, and we're all your new best friends. So come and meet us at thehasociety.com forward slash join. That's thehasociety.com forward slash join, and the link is in the show notes for you. Okay, on with the show. Welcome to the Hypothalamic Amenorrhea Podcast. I'm Danny Sheriff, your host, certified fertility awareness practitioner, functional nutrition counselor, and founder of the HA Society, and of course, an HA recovery coach who has walked where you currently are walking. This is the place to come if you care about getting your period regularly. This podcast aims to educate, inform, and keep you motivated on your period and HA recovery track. So let's dive in. But last thing, nothing on the show should be taken as medical advice. So please seek the advice of your physician. 
Are you listening to this show hoping to get some golden nuggets to help you on your way to recovery? Well, great. I hope that you find them because that is exactly what this show is for. But if you really want to take your recovery all the way, completely commit and get on track with your goals, whether they be finally feeling overall healthy, finally getting pregnant, or finally getting back to training, you'll want to join us inside of the HA Society. Not Only is this the perfect community to ask questions and get your support and the accountability that you so often need during these uphill battles with body image and understanding nutrition and incorporating exercise. But it's also a hub of exclusive resources for HAers. All of the HA podcast episodes are released in advance and completely ad-free, so you can listen on the go to the raw, unedited versions uninterrupted. All of the one-on-one coaching calls, of which we have two a week in different time zones, are uploaded to our private podcast feed so that you can listen to events with practitioners and the past community calls as though they were bonus podcast episodes, because I know how much you love to listen to this kind of stuff. And in these calls, we cover requested topics like overcoming the weight gain fears, communicating with friends and family about RHA, diving into how HA works and debunking the imposter syndrome that so many of us have around this diagnosis. There's also an entire resources section with lectures, workshops, and training from the past events that are hosted by experts like Sarah Liz King, Laura Lyons, Kaylee McDevitt, Holly Dunn, and many more. As a member, you also get direct access to myself and Coach Ashley in the DMs. So if you have personal questions or need individualized advice about your recovery, we're in there answering your questions in the DMs, as are all of our other members in the group who impress me week after week with how they show up for each other. It's incredible. It's like women are just all becoming mini coaches for each other. It's so good. The HA Society is really the place to be if you're going through recovery, no matter what stage you're at, whether you have HA or We've got a few recovery periods, we have your back, and we're all your new best friends. So come and meet us at thehasociety.com forward slash join. That's thehasociety.com forward slash join, and the link is in the show notes for you. Okay, on with the show. Hey guys, I was supposed to be going live right now, but my router and everything went down. I think there's an issue with actual internet because my phone and my wi-fi are both not working but i did promise that i would talk about pushing past the uncomfortable so here we are we're going to talk about pushing past the uncomfortable during ha and i'm going to upload this live later as a pre-recording and onto the podcast so to me pushing past the uncomfortable during recovery means that you are doing things that are hard that don't make you feel wonderful in the moment and are often just outside of your control and that's so much of what this is and so it makes perfect sense that it would be hard hang on i'm gonna turn the fan off messes with the audio so it makes sense that it would be really hard but here's the thing that's funny about this You have done hard things before. And you know how I know this? You know how I know that you are not someone who is always 100% of the time in their comfort zone? 
is because there was a time where dieting and exercise was a challenge, right? There was a time where you had to maybe learn how to track these macros or you, you know, really wanted to enjoy this dinner with friends or this cake, but you said, no, you were disciplined and you said, no, I'm not going to do it. Or you didn't want to go get out of bed in the morning and go to the gym, but you did, you you got up and you did, you ignored what your body was telling you and you pushed through the discomfort and you went. And that is an example of willpower and high motivation. And that's why you were able to do it. You had a really strong why, really strong motivators. And for whatever reason, when going through recovery, when when it's hard to push past the discomfort, which in our situation is eating more when we don't want to, or seeing the scale, the number on the scale go up, or feeling our clothes a bit tighter, or maybe it's um, you know not being able to exercise with your friends when they're all going to the gym. All of those things are now the challenges, and they feel harder to do than it was for you to, you know, get on the bandwagon with your diet and avoid social situations and restrict food or eat only clean things and not have treats. You know, it, it feels like those things are harder because your why and your motivation is not as strong. And the reasons it's not as strong are simple because what you were striving for before was to fit in, to belong, right? There's a strong, strong connection between our body ideals and fitting in and belonging, right? So if everyone else thinks that this body is correct, this body is ideal, then that person is is welcome into our tribe, okay? The problem is that we really screwed up basically our natural evolutionary beliefs around that you know many 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 cultures even today but more so not you know a few decades ago everyone you know believed that a curvaceous body with some body fat on it was a sign of fertility and abundance abundance of people to care for us abundance of access to food um, and abundance of fertility And we all were in agreement evolutionarily that that is attractive to us. But something happened along the way, specifically in the Western culture and much of the Asian culture, that 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 went away, and we started promoting this smaller body as as a sign of attractiveness. And with time, we've managed to kind of screw up what is a realistic what is a realistic body for most women and kind of a side tangent, but it's important to have the full context for this. When you see a celebrity and my husband and I had this conversation yesterday, I love talking to him about this stuff. When you see a celebrity in a movie, you're like, Oh, she has the ideal body, right? They even, they even represent quote unquote, you know, bigger women with women with smaller bodies. The example that comes up for me is if anyone's ever watched Liz Lemon, uh, not Liz Lemon, um, 30 Rock and the character Liz Lemon, Tina Fey, 
It used to drive me crazy because they would refer to Tina Fey as fat all the time. People would make comments about her weight as a part of like the, the movie and the script. And it's it affects us because she's not actually fat. She is in the quote-unquote ideal body, especially for someone who's in her like late 30s or early 40s, whatever she was at the time. So to, to put, and we see this all the time in TV and movies, right? We take a attractive person, like a, a, you know, whatever is currently decided as a fundamentally attractive person or whatever, and we paint them to be average, right? Like how many movies are there where she's, she's this like unattractive girl that no one looks at twice and then all they do is take off her glasses and it's like... <clears throat> full-on transformation that is brainwashing us into thinking that we are even lower in the lower on the totem pole of you know what is attractive what makes us belong what makes us look healthy it's everywhere it's in all of the media that we consume it's on you know the mannequins in the store shout out to target in the u.s don't know um, about the other countries but they are doing a really good job of body diversity modeling. Um, so I happily buy from Target. But for the most part, you know, there's still a really long way to go. And all of that stuff, all of these external factors are what's making it easier for you to be motivated to diet and exercise than it is for you to be motivated to recover from AJ. It's all of the external messaging you're getting around you that's making it hard to push through the uncomfortable thing of eating more, resting more, doing what you got to do. So how can we push through when our why, when our motivators are not as prominent, are not screaming at us from every direction? We need, I believe, here's my tips, right? We need to be always in a dialogue with ourselves and with people who support us and understand what's going on. You are bombarded by the message that's making it hard for you to con- to eat more. You're trying to eat more, but the message everywhere around you is not to do that. So you need to surround yourself with the opposite message. That's why I have this podcast. That's why I'm on Instagram. That's why I'm on YouTube trying to help su- surround people with the message that you don't, you know, this is important, that this is a motivator. This is worth it. So having those people in your in your life, in your community, are really important. So if you're going to join Facebook groups um, of people recovering, great. If you want to come join the HA Society, do that because we're always talking about it. We have week community calls a couple times a week where we meet face-to-face and surround each other with the message of this is important, here's why, how can we keep pushing forward. Make sure that the people around you are aware of what's happening in your life because your mom, your boyfriend, whoever, whatever, they are going to say things that contradict what you're trying to do, that that go against your why. So if you can control as much as possible what people are talking about around you, do it. Absolutely do it. And journaling to yourself is really important here. This is so important. I know it's a really annoying answer for a lot of people, but it's important that you do it. And I recommend that one of the methods that you do it is not just 
brain dumping all of the things that you're sad about or that are hard about or just detailing out what your day was. But actually use journaling to talk to yourself in the present tense about what is important. Getting my period back is important. Restoring my health is important. Getting pregnant is important to me. You know, slowing down the effects of whatever conditions I might have, like osteoporosis is important to me. Feeling better is important to me. Just getting all of that out and using journaling as a way to focus on your motivator and your why is so important. Because as soon as you close that book, the messed up world is going to get in your head and it's going to make you question your why. And maybe you're thinking like, well, if if everyone else is saying that this is important, like that's the common denominator. Like what is it important and is what I'm pursuing wrong, right? That everyone else is saying this and I'm going against what they're saying. So is it wrong? And I'm bringing this up because whether you know it or not, you're having that debate in your head probably every day because there's, some, there's something that's causing you to have trouble pushing past and doing the uncomfortable. So I want you to remember that when you think that, you need to refocus on the fact that you're at the forefront of change. Okay, I've talked about this on the podcast before, bringing it back up, it's been a while. You're at the forefront of change, okay? Do you want to be the person that just did what everyone else did because that is what was the most common, that's what everyone did? Or do you want to be one of the few people that are a part of of the change in history, that are a part of why your daughter is going to grow up in a better world and why her daughter is going to grow up in a better world because you pushed past what was uncomfortable because you observed that everyone was thinking and seeing something in this one way and you had the balls to question it okay this is about having the balls to question it pushing past the uncomfortable is hard because there's a message in your ear that is telling you that what you're doing is wrong and that this way that we're all saying is the right way. But what if you just thought for yourself for a second? What if you thought for yourself, ignored what they're saying, really honed in on what you know is important to you, which is your health, which is your fertility, which is your family, whatevs, and said, fuck it. So maybe that's not the answer that everyone wants to hear about like tips for pushing past the uncomfortable. You know, it's not quite like diet tips, right? But uh, if we want something tangible, I'm really loving what um, Mel Robbins is talking about a lot at the moment, which is her 3-2-1-go method. So the 3-2-1-go method in a nutshell is when you're faced with a challenging challenge, a decision, something that you don't want to do, maybe you're procrastinating on or something that's hard, you just say, you just count in your head, three, two, one, go. And you do it. You do not give yourself time to think about it because that's the other thing that we do. We think and we ruminate. Is this the right thing? Should I be doing? Maybe if I just, maybe if I just do a little bit of a workout now and like promise myself that I'll eat, you know, extra or, you know, oh, I'll, 
uh, I'll start recovery tomorrow. I'll, I'll go all in tomorrow, whatever the hell it is for you. Three, two, one, go instead and do the thing that you know in your soul is what you're supposed to do. So if you're standing in the pantry and you're, you're looking at your like low fat foods versus the peanut butter and stuff that you could be chowing down on and you're having an internal debate because you want, you really want to do like, you want both, you want recovery, but you also don't want to gain weight. Um, three, two, one, go in the direction that you know you need to, that you need to go in. Three, two, one, go make the hard decision that's going to get you where you're looking for. So just like make that even more succinct. If you are spending way too much time trying to get yourself to do what you need to do for recovery, focus on your why, make sure your motivator is high, block out the voices out there as much as you possibly can. That's why we talk about the social media detox. That's why we talk about getting support from people around you. That's why we talk about you know, joining groups like the HA Society. And every time you're faced with a tough decision that you don't want to make, like not going to the gym or like eating more food, three, two, one, go. Let's do it. I hope that was helpful. I really enjoyed talking about that with you guys. I'm sorry that this wasn't live, but I'm just going to upload it right now because um, I think my internet's back up and... I hope everyone has a really wonderful day. Bye. Hey there, it's me, Danny, and I want to tell you about Temp Drop as a fertility awareness method tracking option. So many of you guys know that we actually recommend the fertility awareness method both as you're going through recovery and 100% after you have gotten some cycles back and you're starting to move forward for the rest of your reproductive years. So TempDrop itself is a wearable fertility monitor, and we love it. It's a wearable device, so you put it around your arm, and you can use that instead of taking your temperature manually with a thermometer each morning. So I'm personally a big fan of the manual tracking. All of us at the HA Society are, and that's the method that we use, you know, just using a good old thermometer. We use that with our clients, because it's the best way to use it as a diagnostic tool, as a practitioner. And it's also the best way to ensure if you're trying to avoid pregnancy that you don't get pregnant. However, manual temping for many reasons is just not always an option. When you're in the middle of recovery, again, we do recommend manual temping. But once you're cycling, the temp drop is actually a really great hack. So it gives you basically everything you need to effortlessly track your fertility status, like where you are in your monthly cycle. So you wear the temp drop sensor while you're sleeping for accurate basal body temperature readings without the stress of early morning wake-ups. So I personally love this because with a toddler, my wake-up times are all over the place and the occasional sleep disruptions make using an oral thermometer a lot more difficult. So TempDrop's accompanying charting app enables you to track an array of symptoms alongside your basal body temperature. This includes tracking your cervical mucus, if you've been using OPKs, and then it also gives you sleep insights too. So you can combine these fertility signs all in one place, and that will help you identify your fertile window, confirm ovulation, plan for your period, and if you're trying to get pregnant, you know, identify your 
whether or not you are pregnant. So whether you're trying to conceive or avoiding pregnancy or you want to chart for health reasons like HA recovery, making sure your cycle is not slipping back in the HA direction, TempDrop makes fertility awareness accessible to all women, even if you don't have regular cycles or sleeping patterns. So track your ovulation in real time with the TempDrop, and we are lucky enough to have a 15% off code. So if you go to their website, they're usually having a sale, but you can stack this code on top of the existing code. So just go to tempdrop.thehasociety.com and use the code AFHA Society. I think too, if you just go to tempdrop.com and, and use um, AFHA Society at the checkout, that will work too. So happy temping and good luck. This episode is brought to you by Grassland Nutrition Beef Liver Capsules. Did you know that in terms of nutrient density, beef liver actually blows vegetables and fruits out of the water? If you're a client of mine, you have already been instructed to eat beef liver either fresh or in capsule form. I recommend it for anyone and everyone who is, of course, dealing with amenorrhea and fertility challenges out there, but I may even recommend it for just everyone in general. Get your husbands on it. Get your partners on it. If you have a history of HA and add on top of that, maybe a history of the pill, maybe you've been pregnant before, you know, through treatments or other, like you've just, your body's been through anything, you know, you're absolutely 100% dealing with a nutrient deficiency of some kind. And while it's true that testing is going to be the best way to understand those exact deficiencies, Eating nutrient-dense real food is going to be one of the most important next steps that you take with or without testing. So I've been using and recommending Grassland Nutrition Beef Liver Capsules for years now. And the capsule form makes it so easy to get your liver in every day. And I appreciate the transparency of this product in particular above others. So in case you're wondering, it's completely natural this is freeze-dried beef liver in capsules. It's organic. It's made from Australian beef. And my favorite of their products is the liver with kelp because of the iodine from the kelp, which is important for overall thyroid function, which is often low in women with underperforming hormones. So rather than eat seaweed snacks every day, I get to take this beef liver with the kelp for my iodine. So if you're recovering or working on a fertility journey right now, do not skimp the nutrient-rich source of beef liver. Get 10% off your order with the HA Society and support your favorite podcast along the way. They ship to most countries, so you should be covered. Just go to grasslandnutrition.net and use HA Society, just HA Society, at the checkout for the 10% off. That's grasslandnutrition.net with the code HA Society. Thank you so much for listening today, guys. Please subscribe to the podcast. And if you could head to iTunes specifically and leave a rating or review, that would help so much because it makes it easier for other people with HA who are Googling around to find the podcast really easily so if you do that you're doing a service to all of the women 
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.